Welcome to My Leap of Faith podcast. I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling to discovering myself through the help of healers, crystals, psychedelics, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. I'm continuing to let go and leap every day to find deeper clarity into my own gifts and what my soul's purpose is in this lifetime, and I want to bring you along for the ride. She told me as I woke from walking asleep, below it at night she saw your feet, a heavier feet stand deep, deeper than you know, farther than you go this wild Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm excited about this episode because you're going to find out where my soul originates from. As if you've been following me for a while, you know that I've been connecting with my higher self and my galactic fractals uh, for about a year now. And I had about six months ago the curiosity to have a galactic historian um, her name is Debbie Salares. Um, I found her through Gaia. Uh, she has done some interviews there. And I had the the pull to get a reading with her. Um, and it's a galactic origin reading. And even though I've ha- been holding this for six months, I wasn't ready to share it. Because after I had it, even though the things that she said resonated it didn't feel helpful for anyone and, and 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 maybe not even myself because sometimes i think is is this information needed for me to carry out my work now but i got two confirmations this last week that it's time to share it and that made me feel like okay i was just ahead of what was to come and tuning into the energy of things and knowing that Sometimes you'll have things come up in your life that are just, for whatever reason, the vibration isn't ready to come through. And even for myself and my personality, because I remember after having this reading with her, I didn't feel like, you know, normally if I have a super exciting thing, I want to share it with you guys. So I felt kind of just, meh, I don't, I don't feel this. I don't feel like it's helpful. So then um, this past week, one of my friends who I met in Costa Rica and now lives um, in my same town, she texted me on Friday night and was like going this long text about how she knows what um, galaxy she's from. And, you know, what like she, she just came out of nowhere. And this friend of mine, she's not into aliens and she's not like she thinks I'm the weird one. So... <laughs> To, to see what she wrote, I was like, that's why she's in my life. Because it turned out what she resonated towards is exactly where I originate from. And I then had this kind of like, no wonder, because in our physical lives, we couldn't be more different from each other. But now I understand why we vibrated together. And now we're here to help each other. And we do help each other. She carries a way more masculine vibration than I do. And she's like, I call her my stallion in this life because she is strong. She's muscular. She's just like, (sighs) she's very centered in her body. I'll say that. Where me, I'm the opposite. Very feminine, very moon-based, very emotional, and, you know, I feel into everything. So we're completely opposites. 
But then when she said that, I was like, no wonder, you know, and that gave me a confirmation that I was like, hmm, maybe this, maybe it is time to share this. And then two days later, I had lunch with a friend who starts to tell me that she believes her husband is also from this galaxy and that he actually photographed this galaxy and it was published as the first time it being photographed and and I looked at her and I said, and you don't think you are? And she was like, well, I, I don't know. I, I always thought I was from this place. And I said, well, the thing that Debbie explained to me is that when your soul is this old, you've incarnated on multiple planets and you carry forward energy from the planets that most resonate and will help you in this incarnation. So for myself, when I've tried to connect to that place for me, it's been Vega. I get I get like a very strong call to Vega. And so then in the reading, as you guys will hear, she explains why that is. And it's perfect. You know, there is no, again, judgment about any of it. But I think that the deeper you kind of go down this rabbit hole, having the confirmations to understanding why this energy is moving through you it helps to like set down the baggage of this is weird. This, I don't know who this, this being is coming through me. My personality sometimes, you know, always takes the back seat, but there are times where that personality doesn't get it and she struggles and she's kind of like, I don't know how I know this stuff. And I, I still do my best to stay out of the way. But in the case of this reading, it was it was a very much that I wasn't as a personality ready to identify myself um, as Andromedan and from the Andromedan galaxy. And now, yeah, now I am ready. <laughs> and I think it's an interesting story. Even even she touches on why I'm a walk-in in this life and, you know, why I'm here. And all of the times I talk about the different timelines that we can repair, you I mean all of it, she brings it all up. So it's like, there were many, many confirmations in this as to why I get these knowings that I don't know even sometimes what I'm saying. And the point of this and why I want to share it is that I believe that we come from either the same oversoul or oversouls that are working together. And a lot of the times that will be from the same origin group. So I'm sharing this because I want to wake people up. I want people, if they feel a a resonation with this, to know that it's probably likely that you also are from this galaxy. And just sitting with it, there's nothing more that we need to do than to just contemplate it. And as I said, I have been contemplating this for six months um, and I'm still probably going to contemplate it probably the rest of my life, to be honest. And I think when I've tuned into this in ceremony, they always say it doesn't matter and it doesn't, but it also helps the ego to take a step back in a way. It kind of like um, helps you put down the baggage or the judgments against what wants to come through and just allowing what is And then you kind of like say, feel, or at least I feel like, okay, I understand why this message is coming through because it's a way much more older thing than me. 
And I don't like, cause my personality, most of the times, like, I don't know where this is coming from. Right. And I, I always try to go back to, I know nothing because I do know nothing. I'm being educated as we move along, as I move along this journey even. And sometimes there will be like signposts along the way. It may be in a reading. It may be in a chance meeting with someone and you may not be ready for it yet, but it will come back around and you will be ready eventually. And when that happens, try to not hold judgment for your ego because, you know, it is what it is. There is no judgment about it. It's just stepping back from what we think we know and really being able to expand our our visions to something much greater than what this person, personality, vessel is what I usually call it, is able to comprehend at any given time. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope it resonates. And if it does, please let me know because I feel like the two confirmations that I got this week were signs it was ready to come out, but I would love to hear if any of you guys are resonating with this vibration and know that I believe we're all here to find each other. So enjoy. The records are now open. All right. Um, well, I was already getting a sense of who you were just from our conversation and because I always like to try to read the auric field, and uh, I definitely picked up Andromeda energy, okay. Um, uh, particularly Andromeda galaxy. Uh, I think uh, you're a very ancient, ancient soul, and you're one of those souls that uh, they, they kind of called you um, an experiencer or um, a watcher. Uh, you're, you're from a very specialized uh, soul group uh, within the Andromeda Galaxy soul family, okay? Um, and so, uh, you know, so kind of what I was picking up is that I think um, you travel to many different star systems in order to uh, get a sense of how things are going. Okay, um, so you're kind of like a debriefer or you're like kind of overseeing the experiment. Okay, um, and when I tell you the little brief background on Andromeda Galaxy, this will make more, a little bit more sense. Okay, um, so if you're an Andromeda Galaxy soul, you're an ancient soul. You're billions of years old. Okay, um, and you probably spent more lifetimes being etheric than being physical. Okay, um, because your original soul um, form is that of life. Okay, so when you're in your original soul form, you're a huge soul and you're comprised of life. Okay, um, and uh, in most Andromeda Galaxy souls are co-creators. You know, so you guys um, come here to be, to create, okay, to create something. Okay, um, initially, um, back before there was a Milky Way, back before there was this descent into physicality that, you know, you, you and I are experiencing right now, uh, there was a, um, there was a soul, uh, or there was a, 
um, an opportunity for our, our universe to get involved with this descent into physicality. And initially Andromeda Galaxy was going to be the place. So it was like source, you know, kind of past the Andromeda Galaxy. Hey, we need to start this experimentation here in, you know, this this gap, this universe. And the Andromeda Galaxy tried, but they were they were too high vibrational to sustain physical life. You have to have a certain you know, certain level of vibration mm-hmm. to be able to, to sustain physical life. And Andromeda Galaxy people are like 20th dimension, you know, I mean, they're like way out there. Um, so um, they, couldn't, they couldn't create physical life in the Andromeda Galaxy. So because the Andromeda Galaxy Soul Group are co-creators, um, they're, you know, they were like, hey, why don't we create another galaxy? just like ours, you know, or similar to ours, but lower vibrational so that we can, um, physical life can be created within. Mm -hmm. And so the Milky Way was born. Okay. So they, um, so they created the Milky Way and it was birthed from the Andromeda galaxy. Now the, the Andromeda galaxy soul group that was involved with the actual creation of the Milky Way, uh, decided to go through a portal um, in order to accompany the new galaxy. So they knew when they created this star system or this, you know, galaxy that, you know, they they had made a pledge to ensure that um, they were going to make sure that things stayed successful, okay, that the galaxy, you know, had a chance to survive. So, uh, so the Half of the Andromeda Galaxy soul group stayed with Andromeda Galaxy. So those are the ones that are still in Andromeda Galaxy. And then the rest of you guys came over through the portal. Uh, and uh, so there's two, two stargates in our, our galaxy, two major ones. Uh, the first one is the one portal that you came through, which was the Antares Stargate. So Antares is a star. It's the biggest star, actually, in the Scorpio constellation. And uh, and this is where the Andromeda Galaxy Soul Group came through. Um, they, needed, they needed to come through a portal because, um, you know what? Uh, who wants to travel two million light years? Right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to travel that far. So so they had to have a shortcut. Okay. Um and then um, they, they ended up being deposited in what is now known as Galactic Center. So Galactic Center in the Milky Way is actually between Scorpio and Sagittarius. Okay, so I, I understand you're a Sagittarius, okay? So there is a connection between you and, and where you ended up first in this this galaxy, which is the galactic center, okay. Um, so, so kind of what I'm seeing as far as your particular soul family group. So, obviously, you had the greater Andromeda galaxy group, but then you were a part of a specialized group that were um, kind of like overseers, okay. Um, so, you would have like multiple you're like a multi-dimensional parallel soul okay so what you would do was you would incarnate in various different dimensions 
within, like you would say, okay, now I'm going to work on the Pleiades for a while, so I'm going to be there for a while, and then you're going to incarnate in various different dimensions of the Pleiades, but, um, or it might have been Sirius, or it might have been Lyra, or it might have been Andromeda constellation, you know, um, so it was you, I think, um, and kind of what the, the, the other thing your guides told me was that um, you help repair timelines. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of interesting because I was like, how do you repair a timeline? You know, um, but it's almost like you having the experience of being a walk-in in a certain dimension repairs that timeline. So it's just you, um, and it's very temporary usually. Um, some of your walk-in experiences are a little bit more permanent. Okay, um, we'll talk about the, the current life one, but uh, but some of them are very temporary. Like you're just walking in for a certain period of time, you're repairing the timeline, and then as soon as the timeline is back shifted to where it needs to be, you walk out. Okay. Um, and and so you've done this for thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years. Uh, and so you're kind of what I would call a parallel soul, explorer soul. I mean, you just have these multiple experiences, which um, can sometimes feel a little disconcerting because the soul gets so fragmented at times that they have a hard time pulling soul pieces of themselves together, but um, but generally most most of these souls um, they do relatively well. You know, they're not like going crazy or anything. You know, they they manage to have like a normal existence in at least one or two timelines. Okay, and then and then they can get really fragmented in some of the other other existences that they have. Okay. Uh, but, um, but for the most part, you know, they, they managed to hold it together. They, they know what they came here to do. You know, they know that I'm not from here. I'm just here on a mission. I'm here to do such and such and such. And, and then when the time comes, I'm going to shift out of this reality. Um, so that brings us to the question of why you see the matrix. It's because you're you're so high vibrational that um, you see a lot of things that the average human does not see. Okay, so um, so for you, it's kind of like because you're not of this planet, you're not you, you haven't been subjected really to the programming that's been subjected on most of the humans here on this planet. Um, you see all, and you're a multidimensional traveler anyway, so you understand shifts between dimensions. So to you, it's just like another dimensional shift, okay? Um, and so you, you kind of like, well, you know, I can kind of see this. And it's a very, um, it's an energetic structure, okay? Um, and... It looks very real, you know. I mean, if you're if you're within the matrix, it looks real, yeah. you know. Yeah. But for those of us that are able to see it, it's like, wow, that is really pretty bizarre, yeah. you know. Um, I'm not I'm not really understanding. Um, but and and it's annoying, 
you know, it's like, it's this constant, like Reminder. you call it little naps. Yeah. Um, to me, it's like a buzzing or like a, like a, you know, so it's just this, you know, buzzing or, you know, you know, kind of energetic. It's like an energetic cage is what it is. An energetic cage, you know, so, um, so you're seeing it and you're like, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> this. This is not my reality. Okay. I don't want to be a part of my reality. Okay. Um, I felt it constantly when I used to work, uh, when I used to work for local government. I mean, it was pretty heavy. And I think that's why I would get sick all the time. Mm -hmm. I would get physically sick. I, I couldn't, I, I could not be a high vibrational being and try to live in a low vibrational state of being. Yeah. Uh, it was too much of a, a mismatch to my, my vibrational field. So, you know, I was coming down with one illness after another. And then, and then finally I just said, screw this, I'm retiring. And uh, this was back in 2000. Before COVID hit, hallelujah. So, because um, I worked for public health, but uh, um, but yeah, um, and it was funny because once I got myself fully out of the matrix, uh, I, I'm you know my health you know my health issues started reversing. It was like you know now now I'm totally healthy, even though you know I have some COVID, but yeah. not recovering from COVID, yeah. but uh, but I don't have the you know the uh, chronic health issues that I had before. Uh, it's kind of like for you, it's, it's so such a mismatch to your high vibration that you can't exist within it. It's like, you notice it, but you, you, you can't, you can't be a part of it. Okay. Um, and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's dark forces that know that, you know, okay. That, this is a uh, an inner, you know, a, a false matrix construct, okay, um, and and maybe they're trying to slow you down, okay. Uh, I don't know if you encounter these beings or if you've encountered any of these beings, but I know I have. Yeah. Uh, and they usually try to scare us. You know, yeah, they try to make slippery. us think that, <laughs> yeah. ooh, they're so scary, yeah. and then and then it's kind of like. Are you guys kidding me? You guys are scary. You know, I, mean, I just think that they're uh, kind of like tricky. They're like, kind you know, of like things, you know, Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, more annoying than than serious. That's how I take it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I see it too. It's kind of like you know, you freaking kidding me? Is like, uh, and and then I think that's why they have a lot of horror movies. Just yeah. because, um. It's because they want to keep people in fear, know. you know, like, oh, look at, look at, look at how much we can fuck with you, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's all made up. I mean, yeah. it's all false matrix, you know, fear based, you know, you know, crap, you know, yeah. that, you know, that doesn't exist except in the imaginations of these beings. Um, and, but, but these movies are really popular because, they have programmed people to believe that, oh my gosh, you know, horror movies are cool, you know, I mean, and so, uh, and so people, people stay in this fear mode, you know, um, so it's kind of like you're a system buster, okay, um, 
Um, and you are a second wave volunteer. So, you know, you were born during, you know, the generation, what they call, uh, what Dolores Cannon calls the, th the second wave. Mm -hmm. But um, so you came here to bust the system to a certain level. Okay. Um, but it's not like you're doing it very overtly. I don't know if that makes sense. Okay. Um, uh, as far as other star systems, you've been in almost all of them. Mm -hmm. So when I was looking at your records, I was like, holy crap. It's like, I can't even, like, I can't even like quantify like how many star systems you've been in because when I've asked, they point me to Vega. That's one that's the one I've asked. What the, the one I get back numerous times has been Vega. Vega. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because uh, when Lyra was created, um, it was mostly the Andromeda Galaxy Soul Group that helped with the creation of the, these systems. Yeah. And uh, Vega is more the Mother Goddess Consciousness mm -hmm. representation. Yeah. So, so Vega is more. Um, uh, beings that are more focused on the divine feminine aspects of the Godhead. Okay. Um, so source has like a template. So it has like a masculine template and a feminine template and Vega is a representation of the feminine temple. Even so, with my name, I was named Gabriel and I changed it to Gabrielle because I knew I needed to carry the feminine thread of this. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so when I was 18, I changed it. Oh, very cool, okay. Uh, um, no, I like, I like Gabrielle, I like yeah. it. It's, uh, it it's feminine, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so your parents called you Gabriel? Or um, Gabe, yeah. Really, okay, mm -hmm. wow. My mom says she was because of the Bible. She named me after the angel of Gabriel. So. Yeah. Well, no, that's cool, but I like Gabrielle better. So, um, because it's more feminine and yeah. it's more representation yeah. of your energy. Yeah. Most of the Andromeda Galaxy Soul Group carry a more feminine energy yeah. because they're co creators. You know, so. Uh, um, you know, so you guys are rep more representing the divine feminine archetypes. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. So I'm going to write down the Andromeda Galaxy. Uh, and you're kind of like specialized uh, parallel, parallel souls. Okay. Uh, interestingly enough, a lot of my parallel souls tend to be born under Sagittarius. You know, it's like I see more Sagittarians that are parallel souls than than not. Um, and I think it's because Sagittarius represents the explorer energy. And that's what the parallel soul is, is an explorer energy. Hmm. You know, so it's a kind of an elemental energy of exploration. Yes. You know, and, and not just exploration of different locations, but explorations of different dimensions. And so, um, and so the, the explorer soul kind of just does its thing, you know, um, 
you guys do not follow the crowd. You don't. Um, you, I mean, you can exist within a reality, but you're not really part of that reality. Yeah. You just kind of coexist with it. But um, And I wouldn't be surprised if you've had people say, oh, I don't see you half the time. Or, you know, or people ignore you or... Um, they used to happen. Oh, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a, a parallel soul, but. Yeah, like um, I, I could never speak soul. because no one would hear me or I would try to speak and people wouldn't even see me talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It used yeah. to happen to me all the time. Yeah. Um, I, I remember when I still worked for government, uh, you know, for local government, I would be accused of not going to meetings all the time. <laughs> and I was like, I was there at the meeting, see my name on the list, because we always had to sign in. Uh -huh. And uh, um, they said, well, we didn't see you there. And I said, oh, I was there. But I was, it's just that my, I was vibing so high that nobody sees me. Well, my you know? three-dimensional life shifted when my awakening happened. So I haven't, yes. I haven't gone back to the Matrix work since 2019. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't imagine that I would go back. Um, and I have I'll be very surprised yeah. if you go back. I, I, I don't, don't think, think it, I don't think it ever would come up that way. I mean, yeah, I could see you like maybe working like from home or well, the last or, six years of my career, I did work from home. <laughs> so oh, it was the transition, yeah, of working from home first and then a full on ending um, right around the time that the awakening happened. And um, since then, I, I started a podcast and I have been just sharing the journey of awakening. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's not like it's supporting me financially, but my partner stepped up and is supporting us now, which I we were always equal. So I never imagined that to happen, but it just did. <laughs> and so well, that's nice. Yeah, that's that helps. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the other thing about Andromeda Galaxy Souls and relationships is you guys have usually have very unconventional mm -hmm. relationships. Yeah. It's 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 like you need a lot of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of freedom. Yeah. Okay. I mean like like you know, yeah, bring it on, you know. Yeah. I, I don't want I don't want to be tied down, no. you know. Um yeah. and so you gotta have a partner that is equally, I guess expansive minded enough to understand that you need freedom well he's or exactly like the you, same way or yeah. it's just like you. exactly yeah. yeah and we didn't meet until we were 35 and oh, prior wow. to that i didn't have relationships because that i felt so like tied down to every person that i dated and then when i met richard it was like we each allow each other the freedom to be exactly what we need to be there's no um, neediness or attaching to each other Mm. Yeah, those are usually the most successful relationships, I think, um, um, particularly for an Andromeda soul, but uh, uh, maybe not for Pleiadian souls, but for Andromeda souls, yeah, you guys need a lot of freedom. Uh, now, I wouldn't be surprised if Richard is also part of your Andromeda Galaxy soul family group. Um, like you two have a contract, you know, like, yeah. hey, let's support each other in this crazy reality they call Earth, you know, yeah. so, uh, um, and so that's why for him, it's like, you know, it's, there is no, oh, this is mine mm -hmm. and this is yours. It's like, this is ours. So, you know, 
I'm, but when I'm we were living in a three-dimensional life, it, it was very separate. And then it took me awakening. And I don't even, I would say he's not on the path of awakening, but I think just being me, it's opened him up to that part of himself to accept me exactly this way. And it changed oh, yes. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm just trying to see if there's anything that your guys want you to know about okay where you're at now, because I know that was a big question that you have, like you felt like you were going through this transition and, um, uh, and I'm trying to figure out, yeah, it's, it's like, um, I think when, when you had your walking experience in this life, that's when you changed your name. Well, I physically changed it when I was 18. You yeah. think that that's when the walk-in happened back then? I think so. Wow. Yeah, I think it was. I've only become really aware of it in the last nine months, I think. But and and sometimes you'll have like multiple walk-in experiences. Okay. Like you you get upgraded. Uh, There'll be an uh, upgraded version of your uh -huh. soul that walks in. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, but I think your original walk-in happened when you were eighteen, okay. when you changed your name. Okay. Um, it was like, um, you weren't accepting your parents' definition of you. You're, you're creating your own definition of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so, um, but usually what I see with walking souls is that there's such big souls that they have to slowly get integrated into the higher aspects of themselves. So that they'll go through this other upgrade. Like mm -hmm. when you awakened in this life, that was your, that was a huge upgrade for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so it was like, it was still the same soul, but like okay. a higher aspect of it. Okay. okay. But, but I think your first original walk-in was at, at 18 or whenever. It kind of makes sense. Cause I always describe it as I went from using like regular gas to premium gas. That's how it felt. Yeah. It, but it yeah. didn't feel like a new car. It just felt like a slight change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like, like it's still the same physical body, mm -hmm. but, um, but everything's been upgraded. You know, um, and I guess uh, I, I felt that way myself when I, I finally was able to let go of the matrix and my attachment to the matrix and all the fears and all, you know, it was mostly other people's fears because, you know, but I just finally said, you know what, I'm here on a spiritual mission. Um I can no longer be a part of this reality. And so, you know, I, I officially retired in March of 2019. And that was when uh, things really shifted. Mm -hmm. Like things were really shifting at that point. Um, and I even went through, you know, a big physical transformation, you know, uh, in, the, in the last year, particularly. I um, I lost 70 pounds. Oh, wow. I mean, I, I probably don't even look like the same person wow. like I did but I don't even feel like I'm the same person, but I, uh, I don't age it, anymore. What's that? I notice I don't age anymore. Age. Yeah, yeah. 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 It feels like it's uh, I'm age reversing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, you see that with very high vibrational souls. Um, not every star seed. I wouldn't say every star seed goes through it, but those of us that go through a major shift, like a vibrational shift, it's like we're age reversing. Okay. It's like we're not. I mean, because you, I don't know, you don't look like you're forty six. No. Okay, I mean, I, I know, I would have guessed maybe thirty one. I mean, I don't. No, I mean, I don't even have gray but, hair, which is, um, like, at my age, unheard of. <laughs> so Yeah, no, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, um, and in my case, I'm, I'm going to be 60 next yeah. year, so. And you look younger uh, than you ever have. Yeah. What's that? You look younger than you ever have. Yeah, yeah. That, but I don't, I don't even feel like, I feel like I look younger now than I did even five years ago. Because yeah. I look at pictures of myself and I'm like, holy crap, you know, it's like, um, you know, I, it was like the, it was like the old me, you know, but, um, but I think th that's what, another reason why, you know, star seeds like you and I are here is to be kind of a prototype of the new human. Okay. Okay. So, um, so we're here to represent energetically that you don't have to accept the limitations of the 3D, you know. So, you know, so they tell you like here, like, oh, by the age of 40, you're going to have a lot of health issues or you're going to start aging or you're going to start feeling bad or you're gonna, all this stuff's going to happen. And, uh, and it's all a bunch of lies. Mm -hmm. It's all created to, to keep the human in a very low vibrational yeah. state. Yeah. And so there are star seeds like yourself and my, myself that are here to say, you know, I'm not accepting the limitations of this reality. Um, I'm here to live a fifth dimensional reality. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to be my fifth dimensional self. And, and so we're here to be the prototypes of that, you know, so we can encourage other people, you yeah. know, so, so maybe when people look at you, they're like, damn, I want to do it. I don't know what she's doing, but, she, you know, she's looking pretty damn good. I need to figure out what she's doing, you know, you know so they're going to be talking though, to you. Even and, if I look younger, I've always been an, well, you know, I'm an old soul. Like from the oh, time I was a teenager, soul, people called me grandma because I always. No, you're an ancient soul. Yeah. You're like, you're like an ancient soul in a young body. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, it's just like people are looking at you like, you know, what is it that she's doing, yeah. you know, or what is it that she's into? Uh, and they'll be curious about it. And uh, not that that's the primary, you know, thing, you know, but I mean, mainly what you're here to do is you're here to raise consciousness. So that's what your, you know, primary mission is. Um, There's a mission for all of us, but, you know, that are, you know, light workers or star seeds or whatever you want to call us. But, um, um, but I think for you, it's you, I think, um, sharing your own experiences so that it normalizes the alternate dimensional awakening. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it, it doesn't, you know, so to the people that listen to your podcast or, you know, or that, that, that follow you, um, it's not like, oh, I don't feel so weird if I have this alternate dimensional experience. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's uh, it normalizes it, you know, mm -hmm. just like I'm trying to normalize the starseed mm -hmm. experience, you know, like, you know, hey, you know, we're all starseeds. We're all here 
having this interesting earth experience, uh, but we're not from here. Right. You know? So yeah. uh, let's reconnect with where we're from. And so, so I, I, I kind of get that you will um, continue to just keep expanding okay. with the work that you're going to be doing. And I don't really see you doing the third dimensional work yeah. that you've been doing. I don't know what you did before. I don't know if you were in marketing um, or what. what you I did store doing. design for Converse, the shoe company. I worked there for oh, like interesting. 15 years. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I won't oh, be very cool. anymore. <laughs> co-creator. So you're co-creating new products. Yeah. So, um, um, well, that must have been fun while last week. Yeah, but, it was a great uh, job and I was thankful for it, but it, it had the last six years from when I moved to California. I used to live in New York. And when we moved yeah. here, I just didn't feel in it anymore. And, you know, I was so thankful that they let me work remotely. But it was done. It was done. It was done. Yeah. Yeah. It done. Yeah. It's kind of like me with public health. Yeah. I was like, you know, I, I had done it for, I worked for the same agency for 18 years. And I was like. It's so hard. The security part yeah. was the the last thread of letting go, but yeah, 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 it was kind of that was what it felt like for me too. Like it was just kind of like, well, this is still my last connection to the matrix. Mm -hmm. and yeah, time to just say bye. And, and my life's been amazing ever since. You yeah, know? I mean, it's like it's like the universe is like here. Have have all kinds of abundance. You know? Oh, that is one thing but I struggle with. <laughs> one thing I really struggle with in this reality is accepting from others. I like, I tend to want to just give and give and give. Um, and I, I wonder sometimes, is it, is Richard here so that I can just give without that exchange? But then I know there has to be an exchange and I have a hard time with it. I don't know. I know it's a block somewhere, but what I notice when with the walk-in soul, and especially when I do shadow work, is that they don't—they've shown me that I need to, don't need to go backwards into my shadow stuff. They said if it's not affecting me in this present moment, that it then forget it. Um, and when I say that, I mean I've done some plant medicine journeys where you know everything opens up for me pretty easily, and right. Um, I, but I do have this, this thing that I, sh I hold, um, okay, this is going to sound weird. Okay. okay. It's going to sound, it's going to sound weird, but it might make sense. Okay. Um, it's a conscious control program. Oh. Okay. Um, uh, I think when you're giving, you're in control. Ah, I see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're receiving, you're not in control of it, okay? So it's, it's like you're you're just releasing, okay? Um, so you're in this more receptive state. Um, and so I think part of your soul journey is to learn to receive because that's part of the feminine experience is to be more receptive, okay? So... But I think what happens is because we've had bad experiences with maybe receiving in the past lives or maybe in some alternate dimensional life or um, we get into this mode is uh, as long as I'm giving, I'm I'm in control. That, that makes so much sense. So I know that sounds kind of weird, but, no, but um, it's, truth. it's mean, a conscious control program. Okay. And 
a lot of us carry that program. Uh, particularly those of us that are really big souls. Um, we're used to really working big missions and we want to feel like, you know, I got control over my mission, you know? So, um, so we, we get into this funky state of being where, um, where we think as long as I'm giving, I'm controlling, Yeah. you know, I'm, I'm in control of how much I give or what I give or what, what happens, what's the outcome. And, uh, when I'm receiving, if I'm just letting go, if I'm receiving, I'm letting go and I have to accept whatever is being received. I don't have any control over. It. Okay. Um, so it's, it's a means of detachment, mm -hmm. which I think is part of what you're struggling with, mm -hmm. is the detachment from the, the ego self that wants to have that control. Oh, okay. 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 So, um, so it's, it's, it's a weird state. I mean, it, when you think about it, it does make sense. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, mm, yeah, I can, I can see that about myself. And you're a fire sign, mm -hmm. fire sign, I'm a fire sign too, and we like to be in control, okay, we like, we like to make things happen, you know, mm -hmm. because we're instigator, we're, you know, uh, what they call uh, initiator mm -hmm. souls, you know, so we like, we like to kind of keep things going, you know, so it's really hard for us to be receptive, um, Whereas, you know, somebody that's coming in with more water energy, you know, they're more receptive, you know, mm -hmm. they're more like, you know, I can just kick back and just go with the flow, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, my husband's like that, where he just kind of goes, um, well, he used to be like that, I don't know if he is anymore, but um, where he's a, you know, he's a water sign, so he's, you know, he kind of goes more into the flow of things, and Whereas I'm always like, you know, I want to control it all, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, uh, so it's it's a part of being a, a large co-creator energy that mm -hmm. I think you're being tasked to really embrace the feminine, all the feminine aspects of yourself, okay. includes the uncomfortable areas. So um, sometimes being receptive is really hard. I think it's harder to be more receptive. A lot of people think it's easier, but mm -hmm. I think it's hard. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if the answer is your question, but it does. Um, it does, and I never can. I never realized that the control aspect was involved with it, but I can see that now. Because yes, you're. It's very true. If I am giving, then it's I am controlling what's happening. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because because then you have you know you're instigating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know the outcome. Yep. Okay. Uh, I think some of the, the, one of the greatest things we can do for our own spiritual development is to let go of attachment and let go of attachment to outcome, I guess, mm -hmm. um, which is really hard to do. You know, it's hard. It's hard. Um, I mean, uh, and just kind of letting the universe do, do what it does yeah. and, you know, kind of flowing with it. Uh, it's hard for me to do too. Uh, but yeah. It's easier for some, maybe some other folks, but, uh, but yeah, for me, it's really hard. Uh, anyway, I'm trying to see like, uh, um, I think you're going to be playing more of a spiritual role. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost like, I think the reason why your partner stepped up is because I think on some level he realizes that 
your time, you know, being, I guess, a third dimensional human is shifting, is coming to an end. Yeah. And you're, you're stepping into a bigger, um, a bigger role of, of being a spiritual teacher mm-hmm. or a spiritual guide. Um, yeah. and, and so, and so your life's going to look very different in the next few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's already shifting yeah. to that, but it's, it's not like, I mean, it's, it's going to look even more different. It's kind of like, you know, what I was telling you before about, you know, how I'm phasing out of doing personal readings. Um, and I'm becoming more of a public figure. I'm, you know, going to be, you know, more of a spiritual teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what's happening with you too. Yeah. Okay. Um, not that you were a reader before or anything, but. I do um, energy work. I help people move energy through them. Um, okay. But that's, I would that's say. That's a very Andromeda galaxy <laughs> thing to do. Yeah, right it's very now. easy for me to do and I can feel it and move it and it's easy. But I also do not. I don't ask, I don't advertise it. I'm just like, people will know if I'm here to do that for them and they will come to me and then it works. Right. But I don't push that because I know that's right. not why I'm here. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 No, that makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think, um, uh, yeah, the energy work is a very Andromeda, Andromeda galaxy souls are frequency workers. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so you guys are masters at manipulating frequency. Yeah. So, so for you, like shifting energy is, yeah. you know, I mean, you don't even have a description for what you do. You just no. do. It. I mean, I uh, studied shamanism, so it it helped me to understand the tools. But then right. I just made it my own thing of how I feel energy and how it moves through me, to, or even I can have their energy move through me as well. Right, right. So, um, and a lot of times you're very effective, you know, because a lot of times what's happening with people is they're dealing with stuck energy. Yeah, you know, most of the time. Yeah. Well, yesterday yeah. I did a session where I, and this has never happened for me before, but actually that soul was trying to have a walk in come in, but she was blocking it from her solar plexus down. Mm. And so I just helped it pull through and mm. I was like, uh, and I didn't want to be the one to tell her. I was, I felt so, uh, that's the part of it, this, that the human uh, personality of me still remains, right? Yeah. Which usually yeah. I put her on the side and I'm like, you stay over there while this is happening. But I remember when I first knew that I was that. I knew I found out for myself, I just knew it. Like someone asked me to do an episode about it. And I didn't even know what it was. But the moment that I read the email, I knew she was calling me out as one. And I was like, I know that 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 I am. Um, But anyways, yeah, I I think sometimes I can be too effective for some and I, I, I understand that. So I just wait when the energy is right, and they come for it. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think the people that are ready for what you have to offer will find you. But most people aren't ready for you. So that's why I think you intuitively know that I can't be out there advertising because, you know, most of them aren't going to really be ready for, you know, what it is I'm I'm, I'm doing. And, and so, uh, um, but yeah, I don't, 
I, I do think you're going to become very busy, but it's going to be mostly phasing into more uh, maybe working, teaching people in workshops how to work with energy or, um, or maybe doing women's retreats, you know, um, really high level women retreats. Uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily see you doing conferences unless you're doing more like demonstration type of stuff. But, um, uh, but I don't necessarily see you like doing a presentation unless you're just describing your awakening experience or something. Right, right. Which I already do that through the podcast, but I, I got the call to start a free community. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that has brought in just so much energy. Actually, that was a test of receiving for sure. I was terrified of it. And my whole energy shifted because I had to allow that, allow it in. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was so scary, but I mean, they, they are changing my existence now and um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm now feeling like I need to start teaching. Yeah. That's where the teaching is coming in. For yeah. I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing you're shifting into spiritual teacher and, uh, and, you know, it might be workshops, it might be webinars or, you know, maybe through your podcast or, yeah. uh, and the money will be there. It's not like, and, and I think we're shifting out of this matrix money mode anyway in the next few years. But at least my, that's my husband. My husband follows that stuff more than I do. But um, uh, you know, we're shifting more to Nasara Jazara. But um, but I, um, I I think money is never going to be a worry because the Andromeda Galaxy Soul is a master manifester. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys need something, you manifest it. It's just like you don't even really have to think about it that much. Um, and that's maybe why, you know, your partner, Richard, stepped up, you know, and said, you know, hey, you know, I'll be the ma- major breadwinner for a while, you know. But um, but it's, it's just kind of like... Um, you know, you guys don't worry about it because you know that everything's energy anyway, you know, yeah. so uh you know money is energy you know so it's not like you're going to be like oh i have to make x amount of dollars you know pay my bills you know you're never going to be thinking like that okay uh um it's just the money's going to keep flowing in you know but it'll ebb and flow but it'll flow in you know keep flowing uh is there anything else I can help you with today that um, I'm just looking at the time? Yeah. I think we have a few minutes There's left. There's one other thing. I've yeah. Along my journey, you know, I've looked for teachers along the way, and I've found them along the way, but they don't seem to last very long. And once it's done, yeah. it feels like it, the, the door is closed and it's complete. And there is one person that the energy feels alive for me. Like I feel truth coming out of this person. And it's um, Mateus De Stefano, and I, mm-hmm. I planned a trip to Maui, um, November third through the eighth. And yesterday, I was looking through my feed, and he's going to be there giving a workshop on the sixth. And it's just a free workshop. And I know this is meant to happen. So my question is: Is there some energy that I'm supposed to be doing with him? I do. He does. Um, you well. He was in Egypt and he was doing YouTube every single day. And I tried to be on top of it and you know pay tune into it. But you know it's a lot. So I guess my question would be: 
is there something that I should be focusing or paying my attention to or even manifesting in that area, I guess? Because I do feel called to um, do energy work with the earth and I do crystal gridding. Um, I do feel called to, it feels like strengthened ley lines and I know that's a lot of what he does. So I think that's where the connection is. But yeah, this thing that happened yesterday of he's going to happen to be exactly where I am at this exact moment, I felt like, because I was like, oh, yeah, why? Definitely uh, yeah. more than just a synchronicity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially because yeah, so, I, um, I wasn't yeah, planning um, to go there, it just all, all kind of came about in a week, I guess. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah, he's an amazing teacher, and um, I don't know the intricacies of all, all of what he does, but um, I, I, I know he has a show on Gaia, and, you know, he's, um, and he's kind of, you know, expanding out from there. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I, what I'm getting from your guys is I think he has the information um, to explain what it, why you're doing what you're doing. Because yeah. I think you kind of intuitively do things, but you don't really have the information. So sometimes it's hard for you to describe why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. And Matthias, he's kind of like, he's like an information conduit, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, he's just like, he's you know, put words he's got an information on a lot of different yeah. things, you know, so, yeah. uh, you know, so he's, uh, you know, he's definitely, you know, uh, I think a good person to learn to help you describe why it is that you're doing what okay. you're doing. Okay. What's the, the historical significance of it? Yeah. You know, what's the, um, the bigger picture, you know, um, you know, construct of what it is that you're trying to do. Uh, and, uh, I know he does grid work. Yeah. I know that's, you know, and he's definitely a little bit more Atlantean, which, um, you have more we're of a Lemurian yeah. energy. But see, that's so. the thing is that we're meeting in Maui, which is Lemurian energy. Marian, so that's yeah. why I was like, there's a reason for that. I feel like, is it, I feel like we're meeting on my home turf in a way. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. Because you're more of a Lemurian yeah. soul. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think in a way, it's to kind of mend, um, and I know this is going to sound kind of cliche, but... Mm -hmm. Maybe not, but um, it's to mend the, um, all the hurts and all the wounds between Atlantis and Lemuria. Okay. So in a way, it's like you and he coming together. Yeah. It's like Lemuria and Atlantis finally um, reconciling mm -hmm. and working out the old issues and working together instead of working against each other. And what I know in energy is that it doesn't even have to be a physical exchange. It's just our souls will be doing it with. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Just in yeah, the definitely. presence of each other. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's not even like you have to work directly no. with him. Right, right, it's right, just right. you being in the same vicinity is creating a lot of heal okay. for. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, um, well, that's exciting. Well, yeah, gosh, well, yeah. good luck with all that. That sounds so, like a lot of fun. And, yeah. um, and now we can't be. No, you can't, can't choose a better place on the planet. <laughs> I, I know. Mean, yeah. Maui is amazing. Um, so, 
no, I thought, you know, when I, when I it, you know, I, I spent four years living in Hawaii. Okay. I was stationed there. Okay. Um, I used to be in the military, so I was stationed at Pearl Harbor. And then mm-hmm. I spent some time in Maui. I thought I died and went to heaven. I know. It's, like, it's amazing energy. Yeah, yeah. it's an amazing, amazing place. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's going to be exciting. And with uh, uh, Matias Stefano, yeah, you're gonna, he's, he's, a good, he's gonna be a good teacher. You're gonna learn a lot from him. He's, he's very detailed, he's, yeah. he knows, yeah. he has a lot of information. So yeah. you're gonna be downloading a lot with okay. him. That's what, that's what I got in the shower this morning was, I'm gonna be able to up level just through the downloads that I'll get exactly. being in the room. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Um, is there anything else before um, we wrap things up today? There's a little thread that's been coming through about we have a a danger of repeating history in the sense mm-hmm. of people not tuning into themselves and following mm-hmm. people. So what I get really worried about is sometimes with this group, you know, people are looking to me for the answers and I'm now realize like, no, 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 no. I need to start teaching you how to find this in yourself or else we will just keep repeating the past of this guru leader thing. And I guess I already know that, but is there anything um, that you would recommend or that my guides would recommend that I can ensure that, that, that this stays on path? Like my personality does not want to be a leader. It's very yeah. clear about that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I understand that. It's it's kind of what I'm trying to phase yeah. out of myself. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I would say, um, I guess, just keep your boundaries really clear with people. Okay. Like uh, that, I can do this for you, but I'm not going to do. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I think the other thing too is um, give people the tools. Yeah, you know, that's I think yeah. I think uh, part of what I'm trying to do with my, my webinars is uh, helping people to create their own tools mm-hmm. on how they can get information for themselves, so they're not constantly looking to me oh, to okay. you know yeah. to, to give them all the answers. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah. Because this is not hard stuff that, you know, you and I are doing. Yeah. I mean, it's not, that's not, I mean, this energetic, you know, um, spiritual work is not hard. It's just, it takes dedication. But you know, it, it also feels a, like you've been doing it so many lifetimes. Really, I wouldn't say lazy, but oh, yeah. out of, out of practice mm-hmm. with working with their intuitive abilities. Mm-hmm. And so, so I would say number one, set your boundaries. Number two, um, give them the tools that they need to do okay. it for themselves. Okay. Well, okay. thank you so, so much. Um, so anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap things up. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and do a closing prayer. And uh, I hope this reading helped to answer some questions. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, I'm sure a lot of it was confirmation yeah. but because mm-hmm. you're an amazing soul. But, um, but it's but nice I, to I get it once in a while. <laughs> What's that? It's nice to get the confirmation once in a while. Just oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, 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 I totally get that. Yeah. On my end, too, sometimes, yeah. you know. So, uh, well, anyway, uh, I would like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for their love and compassion. I would like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view. I would like to thank the Holy Spirit of Light for all knowledge and healing. The records are not closed. Amen. The records are not closed. Amen. The records are not closed. Amen. Your energy goes with you and my energy stays with me. 
Gabrielle, it was a real pleasure. Yes. I, I love working with high-level souls like yes. you. So Thank um, you so much for putting your light out there. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Really? And uh, much, much uh, good luck and happiness and blessings on your new yes. journey. I'm so excited for you. I yeah, think it's going to be you. And you too. an amazing you um, six months yes. coming up. So. Yeah. Well, good luck with everything that you're doing as well. And I think the transition, it feels like it's the right time for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, I yeah. think it's going to be exciting. Uh, you'll see me on um, Ancient Civilizations. I'm going to oh, be yeah. doing that taping on the 13th of okay. next month. So we're going to be talking about ancient sites, speaking oh. of. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. so we're going to talk about the uh, the extraterrestrial influences on the ancient, um, all the ancient uh, sacred sites on the planet. So. Nice going to be a lot of fun that's where i'm kind of putting my direction yeah. more towards this well and getting yes. deeper into the re like what actually is versus keeping it like high level i like that i like getting yeah into exactly the, yeah. yeah so um <laughs> and then um i'll probably be back on open minds with regina oh Meredith. i saw that I, I listened to the one you just did yeah okay. so yeah. uh so i'll be i'll be back doing that with her and right. so yeah so there's gonna be more opportunities Good. so i'm excited um Anyways, it was a real pleasure. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you, Debbie.